We interrupt your broadcast to bring you an episode from the Stephen or Else Network of Truly Epic Podcast. Find more shows at StephenOrElse.com. You're listening to the Superman Super Show, episode number 44, The Wonder Drug Racket. Hello and welcome to the Superman Super Show. I'm a host. My name is Stephen. And a thousand miles over there to my right is another host, Mr. Ed Moore. Howdy. How to do, Ed? So uh, I've been putting this playlist together on my, on my phone, on my Apple Music. I have started and s- deleted and started over and over this playlist because I'm, 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 I was trying to do something just really special and then realized that I couldn't do it. And I was trying to, uh, you know, stretch my mind back to some of the first songs I remember really enjoying and then find out what year those songs came out and then start building a playlist from there going through the years and like my life in music, you know? (gasps) Okay. But (laughs) the problem that I found really quickly was it's easy to find there, you know, you go to Wikipedia and put like a 1978 in music and it'll tell you, Every album that was released, all the hit singles, blah, 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 and all that stuff. But a lot of music I didn't discover and start listening to until years after it was released. I became a huge Kiss fan in the the late 80s and really got into albums that were released in 74, 75, you know? So it's like, where do I put those songs? Right, yeah. And so Uh, it... In the end, I just said, all right, I'll just start with the year I was born and just look through the the songs and albums and any of them that I immediately go, all right, that one, I'll stick it on the playlist. If I have to go, hmm, did I, do I remember that song? Let me go listen to it. No, just pass, go on. Don't worry about it. And the other rule I made is that I can only pick one song off of an album. Because I was going to like, I'd hit like Appetite for Destruction by Guns N' Roses, which as far as I'm concerned is, is their only album. Uh, Anything they did after that, I I don't, I don't, I don't, I just deny its existence, but I'd put like almost every song on that album in my playlist if I, if I had my druthers. So that's been kind of a chore when I hit certain albums and I'm just like, oh. I can only pick one pick song one. off of Beastie Boys, "License to Ill. Or, yep, just you one. Know, yeah, but it's it's been kind of fun just sitting there and listening to this to this playlist. I bet you know, go from like really old Van Halen to uh, you know Poison, Public Enemy. You know, just this weird mix uh, of stuff. And it's I'm only up. Well, I'm up to uh, ninety two. Okay. And the playlist is like over 15 hours long. <laughs> wow. So, but it's, it's like one of those things that I'll probably finish, finish getting all the music. Cause I'm listening to it as I'm loading it. Mm-hmm. So where I'm, where I'm at, as far as listening, I may be, I might be in 80, 1984. Okay. Um, which boy, that was hard too. trying to pick a Van Halen song off of 1984. I went with Panama, but. Oh, okay. That's yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's it's like I'll get it all done, I'll finish listening to the playlist, and then I'll probably never open that playlist again, you know. But it's it's been kind of fun. Well, that's cool. Yeah, mu- music is a is a cool thing that way. 
music has always been like a just a freaking huge part of my life whether i you know i used to play music but it's like i i i i don't like silence i just i just don't okay. and i also don't like to fill the silence fill the silence by having a conversation with people i don't really know so right <laughs> i try to fill it with music i can't um, drive without music you know i just what what is it they call uh when you talk about something inane like the small weather talk. small talk i don't small talk no i will i will sit in silence before i small talk i i, I yeah, can't i don't i can't small talk i don't understand the need for small talk it's well because i mean i do i guess pe some it, people most most folks just cannot stand silence right yeah if there's somebody is, in the room with them yeah it's, it's silence to, is bad yeah. it's yeah so if, Whereas if you're not I making will, noise, something's wrong. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. And I'm perfectly comfortable sitting in a room with somebody for hours on end without saying a word. Yep. Doesn't bother me in any way. If, if and, there uh, is, is not a reason, if, if there is yeah. not a commonality, yeah. I'm not going to try to make that commonality. If it's not there, okay. That's that's fine. I, I can't have something in common with everyone. <laughs> right. You know, right. and that doesn't bother me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Do I yeah, know you? For, have we ever? No? Oh, okay. For me, it's, it's uh, you know, it's part of, I guess, being on the spectrum. It's something that I've read about. Just don't, un, you know, small talk's not a thing. You kind of have to learn mm. how to do it. I'm very, re I'm very reactionary when it comes to small talk. I don't initiate it, but uh, I'm, I'm usually the one. Yeah. Right. Yep. <laughs> That's about all, you know. So yeah, this line's pretty long, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty long. Yeah, it's long. Yeah. I see. Yep. But <laughs> all right. Um we're ready to to get to the wonder drug. Let's do it. So yeah, we're looking at the wonder drug racket, which is the uh, I put the third story, but this, this is the, the fourth story. Yeah, uh, say, to appear in Superman number five. Obviously, I was copying and pasting from the previous notes and I, I didn't update it. M missed uh, a word. Written, uh, yeah. Written by Jerry Siegel, art by Paul, pa Paul Cassidy. And as we've said in the last number of episodes, Superman number five is a cover date of summer 1940, but an on sale date of May 10th, 1940, according to Mike's amazing world of comics. Uh, this is also where we got our synopsis. So let's do that. When a respected man, Morton Craig is arrested for theft. Clark investigates. Craig won't talk, but he wants to see a Dr. Bren. Using his powers, Clark follows Bren, which leads him to a racketeer, Carlin. Carlin visits a chemist, Carl Grinstead, who has developed a wonder drug, parabioline. Is that that's, how you would pronounce that, it? Yeah, that's what it looks like to me, yeah. Or parabioline? I, no, uh, parabioline. Parabioline. Yeah. The Man of Steel learns that Carlin has been using the drug to force honest men like Craig to steal for him. When Grinstead realizes Carlin's true motives, he tries to make an antidote, but is nearly killed. Superman has Dr. Bren administer the wonder drug to Grinstead to save his life. Then he brings Carlin to justice while Craig is released from jail. How'd, how'd you feel about this one? I enjoyed it. Again, it, it had a very similar feeling to the previous two stories. So, you know, sitting down to read all three of these back to back, they just kind of, they didn't necessarily flow it, it, no. one to the next, but it was, they were so similar that 
you you it was almost like you just read almost like the next chapter and the next chapter in in a in a continuing story rather than abruptly he was in space and then he wasn't and then he was you know it's like yeah. yeah just more more normal bad guys and Clark the reporter gets into something and Superman rescues Clark the reporter somehow and you know it it just I I like. Uh, this issue of Superman, I like the feeling of the story so far. Yeah, it was, uh, I didn't find it as much of a whirlwind of confusion as the last one, okay. but there were moments like, okay, we got this doctor, but he's, he's, he's administering the drug, but he's not the bad guy, but the professor, but now there's a professor and he's a bad guy. And I found it interesting that two stories in a row dealt with uh, a bad guy using drugs, drugs. Uh-huh. to influence people to to make them do bad. Um, what was it that the the guy at the beginning he had anemia? What anemia? What was his medical anemia? What I didn't look that up. Do you know what that is? Anemia. It's it's uh, n- not enough red blood cells. Oh, okay. okay. Anemic. Oh. An- <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah uh, if that. someone yep. is anemic, it's yeah, yep. that's it's the same same root word. Um, we get more. Not only do we get more of Superman jumping um, when he's actually flying, yeah. but one guy actually yells out, "He can fly!" Uh, as he's jumping. See, see, but even people back I'm then trying- thought that he should be flying. I mean, come right. on. But so there's this moment, the last page. So. Uh, Superman goes to Carlin he's leaning against the doorway. Are you thinking of leaving? And it says snatching up Carlin Superman leaps up into the air and stunts madly, which I took to mean he's up there in air in the air, just doing somersaults and flipping around. And okay. Which, you know, I often do when I leap up into the air, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So I don't know if that means that, I mean, if we're going to use the actual laws of gravity, he jumped up in the air with the guy. And as he's falling to earth, he's, he's doing barrel rolls and, right. and stuff like that and freaking the guy out. But he, yeah, it's like, just make him fly already. You just, you're just, you want to so bad. You're right there. You're right there. Just make him fly. How about so. um, on, I don't know whatever page it's at the bottom of the page where he has, uh, broken through the rollers that there were. Is that what it is? Yeah, metal rollers. Um, he has busted through the wall and he's floating down to the roof, kind of like the. I mean, it looks like he's flying. Yeah, Come, you you you've got an interloper there behind you on the shelf. This is this is Jamie. Okay, Jamie is our first cat. Just so you know, not Jamie's there. Not not surprise you and and pounce. Nah, Jamie wouldn't do that. He he would he often gets on that table behind me while I'm working and he'll just put his paws on my shoulder okay. and just be like, hey, can I can I come over and sit right. on your lap? Let you know he's there. Okay. Yeah, that's what he's doing right now. Um, let's see, was this yeah, this this was the one where he gets under the car and he smooths out the road because <laughs> yeah. he's Superman and it yeah, okay. The the thing though, like you were talking about with the machine, that was kind of fun though, because basically Here's this machine. The the professor invents this drug, um, but the professor wasn't really a bad guy, right? Yeah. He he at one point learns that Carlin is using it 
right. or nefarious means. And he's like, I don't even know who you are anymore. Like they're like, they used to be old friends or something. And, but we learn that Carlin doesn't need the professor anymore. He's built this factory, this machine to manufacture this drug and Superman it, it, to, to destroy the machine instead of just going over and wrecking it. He jumps into it and goes, goes down the belt through the rollers into the machine. And because he's, he's impervious to, to damage just him going through it, just wrecks the whole thing. And right, I, yeah. I, I thought that was really clever. I really enjoyed that. That was uh, uh, quite a bit different than, you know, just when he destroyed the car it. factory by right. just going in yeah. and smashing everything. Yep. So a lot, lot more inventive. Plus, you know, you can figure Superman maybe had a little bit better time this time destroying things because he's doing all these different things, you know. Yeah. And he again, he's got all these one liners. So as he's going through the rollers, it's about time I had my costume pressed. Yeah. And then as he's uh, flowing through the machinery, through the complicated machinery, passes Superman battling his way through bolts, knives, drills. And he says, this is getting complicated. And uh, yeah, it's, and then he comes out of the machine and they start shooting him, which he just, you know. These past three stories, that has happened a lot. Yeah. That he was, he was attacked with automatic weapons. So they've, they've graduated from just pistols, even though still it seems that nobody knows who Superman is. Yeah. But now everybody is carrying automatic weapons when they try to shoot Superman, but they weren't expecting Superman. They just normally are more bad guys now are starting to carry automatic weapons than, (laughs) than previously. Yeah. Was it, was it the last story? It might've been the last story where they're, they're shooting them with their, with their machine guns and it has no effect. But one guy says, Oh, I'll, I'll use this elephant gun on him. That'll get him. I think that was in the first story. Yeah. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's like, but somebody carries around an elephant gun in case it's needed. I mean, who that, that sounds like a, you know, that like a, I don't know if you're familiar. Do you know what a BAR is? Browning automatic rifle. Yeah. So it's, it's like somebody carrying around some big, it's like, where did you get an elephant gun? And why are you carrying one around? Who, right. Who do you go up against that you need an elephant gun? Yeah. Um, um, something I did notice here at the beginning, um, where he, let's see, uh, he's talked to the dude in the jail and the thug comes in and talks to the dude in the jail. Clark starts to trail the doctor. When he changes into his Superman outfit, he doesn't have the cape on. He's holding the cape like he puts it on as a separate accessory. First yeah. time we've seen that. It's yep. it's always part of, although they don't show it, but it's always part of the after when he's put it on like normal. But here yeah. they showed it as a separate piece that he's holding to. Yep. You know, too bad I would have liked to have seen him. You know, with the flourish around his yeah. his and and attach or however how how does that attach to? But yeah, so mm-hmm. notice that. Um, one of my one of my favorite sequences is uh, after he he follows the doctor to this house and he's up on the roof hiding behind a a chimney. And, uh, I guess it's a rival of Carlin who is going to shoot him through the skylight and Superman jumps over and stops the bullet with his hand. Mm -hmm. And then they fall through the skylight. And then this is one of those moments where Superman pretends to be helpless. Mm -hmm. He allows the bad guys to, 
to capture him and throw him in the back of the car. They take him to a bridge over a river. They shoot him. He pretends to fall and die. And then they toss him into the river and he just sits at the bottom of the river watching them until they right. leave. Yeah, just just chilling until it's time to come out. And that's that's when he runs after him, jumps to the jumps, grabs the back of the bumper and pulls himself under the car. And, yep. Yeah. Hits the bumps. Yeah, that's great stuff. As Superman strikes the roads, bumps, he flattens them. It tells us. Yeah. Took that one with me. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, it, it, so we we have a doctor who administers the drug at the beginning, but he didn't invent it. The professor did. Mm -hmm. And then we get one gang and then suddenly we get a second gang and then they start fighting each other. Right. Superman comes in and he beats them all up and he hangs them on uh, these stuffed moose heads and whatnot on the wall, which is funny. And uh, yeah, they never really explain as far as I can tell what this drug actually does. Mm -mm. Why, why it's both, addictive i guess and yet uh you know it's it's obviously something that can help people medically right it's beneficial uh, because they they use it to to cure the inventor yeah they give him some of it at the end i guess in a dosage that doesn't cause him to become uh, addicted or whatever uh, but it does heal or, or help him heal or or whatever yeah, yeah so you've got the doctor who is bad You've got the head bad guy. You've got the creator of the drug who is not bad. You just uh, this one, uh, like the other story, had all of these different things going on uh, between the two rival papers. As Superman yeah. was bouncing off, this one had all these different people uh, that you're having to try to keep up with. Who is this, and which one is that? And um, yeah, a, a lot of characters, and unfortunately, because the art. They don't all. They don't always do a good job, no. uh, you know, showing you the differences between them. And then when they accidentally color one guy's suit uh, the wrong color, you know, yeah, it just it it can get confusing. And then they don't, of course, they don't explain any of the science at all. Nope. You know why? What? What? Remind me what happened to the doctor in the first place that he needed to take the drug to cure him. Was uh, he, he, sh- he he tried to kill himself oh, because okay. his drug had been used, you know, against That's what right. he thought it should be. And he's like, well, you know, That's I right. am ultimately responsible. There's only one thing to do is the responsible person. And Superman came in just in time to rescue him from dying. But he still did because he, he did a uh, I'll mix all these chemicals in my in my lab. Minus, of course, a lightning bolt, because if there had been a lightning bolt, he would have turned into the Flash. But, yeah. um, you know, he, he mixed all these chemicals, caused a big explosion, and then Superman comes in and he's like, oh, oh, you know, just in time to That's keep right. him from dying. But he's still pretty messed up, took him to the hospital, and they're like, oh, well, we can fix him with his own drug. We can make him better than he was before. So, yeah. yeah. The, and the only science they really include in this this whole story is when – he takes the doctor to the hospital and one of the hospital doctors tells Superman, we can't do anything for Grinstead. He's already dead. Superman tells him, please do as I say, put him in an artificial fever machine and keep the temperature high until I return. I mean, isn't having a high fever a bad thing? Doesn't it fry I, your brain? And I thought so. Yeah. You're, yeah. you know, when, when you get to a certain point, your body, the, the, 
proteins that make up your body actually start coming apart. So you like you melt yourself if you get too yeah. hot and stay too hot for too long. And so. I don't know if you can see this. This is on the last page when he he goes to the to the professor to get the drug, and the professor's like, oh, "Take me with you." And he so he snatches he snatches the professor up and leaps out the window, and the panel of him holding the professor under his arm. Mm-hmm. It looks like the guy's back is broken. <laughs> yeah, he's he's holding him in a very difficult position yeah. there. It's yeah. Got to be a more comfortable way to to carry a man. But. Well, like you say, at the very least hold him in the way so that when he bends, it's not breaking his back. Yeah. It's you know, him, but this it, way it's like if dude bent, yeah, no, that's not going to let him bend the way he's supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> a natural bend. <laughs> it's <laughs> You know, did they not have the firemen the firemen's carry by this point did they not know how to carry a person i don't I know. mean he doesn't even hold him like a baby or anything he just like nope. tucks him under his arm and he did yeah. that's just how he does it with everybody but they have shown it before where they're stomach down when he holds him yes. under his arm yeah this uh, is i think the first time he the the guy is face up and he says this is fantastic i'm like yeah, but three seconds later, yeah. uh, you lost all yeah. feeling beneath the earlobes there. It, uh, yeah. yeah, because again, Superman's not flying. He's jumping. Right. So every time he hits the <laughs> ground, that guy's going to go snap. snap. He's going to bend the wrong way. Uh, and, and every time he jumps, right, the acceleration is going to cause him to right. bend too. Yep. <laughs> so, well, you know, if, you know, you, have you ever seen, uh, the YouTube channel, honest trailers Mm. where they, they, they make a movie trailer for a movie, but they, Oh, (laughs) it's like, it almost tells you the truth, even though it's, it's, it's meant for comedic purposes. I would like to see somebody do that with stories like this. So Superman leaps out the window with this guy holding him the way that he's holding them. But then by the time he gets him to the hospital, dude's dead because his back has been broken like in five places. Yeah. It's just Um, funny. It's it's interesting the things they do think about and the things they don't think about when they're drawing. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, an artist you think would why would he do that? Why would he why would he draw that? It makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And and it's not like, you know, in in this position, he spent a lot of time, a lot of detail or anything like that on the dude. The dude is very undeveloped as far as the drawing. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, if, if the writer had told him that Superman is leaping out the window holding a mannequin, that's what you would draw. Yes. <laughs> you know? But no, it's holding a live human being. Crazy. He's wearing those really awesome shoes with the, the white around the ankle. What are those called? Spats. Spats. That's what a spat is, huh? Yeah. Nice. It's usually like a, a light colored something over a dark colored shoe. So that you get a two tone, you can also get you can also buy shoes uh, expressly yeah. designed that way as well. Yeah. So that way you don't have to wear spats because the shoes look like that. And I know because a couple years back the wifey got me a pair of those for Christmas. They're really spiffy. Very nice saddle shoes. So cool. um, saddle shoes. Saddle nice. shoes look look a lot yeah. like that. Yeah. So this story ends like most of them do. He catches the bad guy, forces him to confess. And then the guy goes to jail. Uh, but we don't get the final panel with him back at work. Mm-mm. You know, that's a good He's, story, Clark. Now get out there and get me some more news. Right. 
No, this this is the more humanitarian ending because yeah. uh, the doctor was in a bad way and he saved the doctor. So we need to check in on the doctor to make sure that that worked. And actually, this goes a long way, this one last panel, into explaining why uh, this scientist did what he did in trying to kill himself. Yeah. So. And that's the the last panel is the second panel in the entire story that Lois shows up in. She's in the first mm -hmm. one. And mm -hmm. she's in the last one. I guess you got to make yeah. sure she's a part of the Superman's story. You know, you, you got to put her in there somewhere. Maybe there's a mandate. Yeah. Lois needs yeah. to be in there at least twice. Yep. And the uh, the splash panel, the big pa the big panel at the opening of the story, has Superman saving another train, which has nothing to do with the story. No, no. And I truly believe, you know, I think we made a joke a couple of episodes back where the one of those panels it was. Like a, a guy being whipped and, mm -hmm. no, you know, again, nothing to do with the story. And I think we made a, a joke that, you know, they're just, they, it was a, a panel they didn't use in, in an earlier story. Right. But I, I read, I think it was the, 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 the forward to the Savage Conan collection that the first volume that collects the magazine stuff. Okay. okay. And Roy Thomas writes the forward and it's like, it's long. It's like 10 pages or something, but he's talking about Dude. how they put together the first few issues. And there's a lot of stuff in there that they're like, all right, so we needed something for this page. And I had this piece of art that somebody drew four years ago that we never used. So we give him a payment and boom, it's in the, it's in the magazine. Uh, okay. So they obviously did stuff like that, but you know, I just, I, I haven't heard any podcasts about Conan. I know, I know. Oh. Don't, don't. I've got too many. Oh, <laughs> I have wow. been trying okay. to decide what, you know, I know that I've talked about it. I've been doing all these Madman episodes in a row mm -hmm. on just and another fanboy. I've got four more to do. And then I'm going to take a break from right. Madman. I'm going to do something else. Some and I haven't quite decided what I'm going to do. Uh, Conan is on my list. Um, I did start, I did do one episode. And it's, it's how I want to do the rest of them, where I, I have an audio book with all the Robert E. Howard stories. Right. You, you compared. Yeah. Listen to the to, story and then read the comic adaptions and talk about it. So. Yeah. Was it The Frost Giant's Daughter? Was that the one you talked yep. about? Okay. Yeah. Because that's like the, I don't know if it's the first one that he wrote, but it is the first one I think that they adapted in, in a comic. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, I don't know. When he wrote it, it's not his first Conan story to be published. Okay. Um, okay. His first Conan story to ever be published was Phoenix on the Sword, and he's a king already in that story, oh, which dude. just amazed me when I found that out. It's like, because when they, when they do the comic book adaptions, they always try to do it in biographical order. Right. So the right. Frost Giant's daughter, while it was published later, it's his first adventure. Right. Right. By, you know, biographically or however you chronically, chronically, chronologically. chronologically. Yeah. So. Yeah. He didn't get to be King until like way, way down the road there. Yeah. Phoenix on the sword though is a really good story. That's the one I'm doing next. I, I listened to the, to, to the story months ago. I just haven't finished. There's a, there's a, uh, I haven't finished the Dark Horse version. I read the Marvel version and then there's a mm. Dark Horse version. I haven't finished it yet. So, okay. Well, cool. Sorry. That, don't mean to twist the knife. I just meant to stick I it know, in there I once. I know. It's, it's like, you know, it's, yeah. It's like I got G.I. Joe. Uh, yep. 
I want to do Justice League. Oh, gotcha. Elf Quest, <laughs> uh, Moon Knight, you know. Um, Somewhere but, along the way, you're going to have to just read and not podcast right. about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just read well, it and been, move on. Yeah. I've been reading a lot of stuff I'm not podcasting oh, about. Yeah. I'm, I, yeah. I, I, I'm three volumes into uh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh, there Invincible. You go. See, okay. and that's... It's something I've been, Doug says, uh, I would love to listen to that Conan podcast. Yeah. And it's something that I, that I have given thought to because my, my, it's like my heart wants to do a uh, post-crisis Superman or Justice League International. Okay. But there's already a good Justice League International podcast out there. The, the okay. Bwa cast or whatever it's called. Right. Um, there's already a good uh, post-crisis Superman podcast out there. Um, Matter of Bailey is the guy's is that, last name. Yeah, I was going to say, is that Michael um, Bailey? Is that where he is? Yeah, Michael Bailey. And he's okay. been doing it for years. He's right. like way, way far into it at this point. But right. from Crisis to Crisis, I think is the name of that show. Yes, exactly. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's like, all right, well, but if I, so if I, I should do something that not a lot of people are doing. And the first two that come to mind there are Moon Knight or Conan. So okay, there is, there is an active Moon Knight podcast. Oh. Well, then I guess Conan but, is the way I got to be leaning. Well, but they're, they're quite a ways in. Yeah. And, and I'm sure somewhere along the way, probably somebody has talked about early Conan, but it's been so oh, yeah. long ago that, yeah. you know, there, I, I'm pretty sure that there's not a current Conan podcast. Nobody talking yeah. about like the Marvel stuff that just ended or anything like that, that I've seen. Um, yeah. So... You know the, and even like you there, mentioned, ElfQuest. Uh, yeah. There is an uh, another. There's a couple ElfQuest shows that come to mind, but neither one of them are really active right now. So yeah, and I mean that's when I when I have because I have recorded two episodes to uh, the my post crisis Superman. Mm-hmm. That if I launch it, it won't be till July, and hopefully I'll have six or seven episodes well, right under my belt, uh, and. You know, while there is that show Crisis from Crisis to Crisis out there, the way I kind of look at it is, A, they're, they're a two-voice podcast. Right. I'm doing it by myself, so it's going to be a different type of right. feel. Plus, they're so far into it right. at this point that if you want to jump in and start listening to the first stuff, you, you, you got a lot of episodes to go right. through. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's... We always seem to end up at the end of the night whenever we do these talking about all the bad decisions I've made with my it, No, no, not at all. Uh, I, I, I like giving you a hard time and, and you just, you bite and, and we just run with it. <laughs> so. I, there was a show, I don't know if it's still active. Wasn't there a show called uh, Days of a High Adventure? It's not uh, primarily a Conan no, podcast. It's, it's yeah, like the, fantasy he, comic books. But. He hasn't put out an episode in a little while, but I don't think he's abandoned the process. Yeah. Um, I believe... No, I'm not going to say that. He he does some other shows, but what they are isn't coming to mind. So I don't want to, I don't want to confuse him with somebody else. But yeah, yeah I think uh, I think he might be one of those regular uh, writers to uh, John to to John's podcast. I, I think so. I feel yeah, like John mentions that podcast a lot. Um, Professor Allen, he he writes in a lot of feedback to Professor Allen too because uh, Professor Allen has run his. Um, uh, a teaser or whatever you want to call it on his show before. Okay. Okay. So let's finish anything, this one. Anything up. else you got? Yeah. Anything <laughs> else on this story? <laughs> no, obviously not. Cause we 
<laughs> right, because we're talking about something else. We went way off the rails there. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. Um, All righty. We want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, I think next week, which would be the next episode, not the next week for us, but I think the next issue we have is is another um, World's Fair. The second one. I think they only did yes. two, right? Yeah, yeah. And this has got Batman on the cover with him, so... Yeah, I think it's a it's an anthology book, and it's got several. Yeah, I, I, we we undoubtedly in the Superman um, hardback that we're looking at will only have the Superman story, but I believe there was a Superman and a Batman and a Green Arrow come mm. to mind, and uh, maybe that's all I can remember. But yeah, it was an yeah. anthology book, like like action yep. has been. So, yep. all right. So until then, folks, my name is Stephen, and that's Ed. And uh, this was the Superman Super Show. Bye. Adios. You've been listening to the Superman Super Show. Questions and comments can be directed to the Superman Super Show at gmail.com. You can follow the show on Twitter under the handle at Supes Super Show. That's at S-U-P-S Super Show. And continue the conversation at the Super Show Forum at forums.justanotherfanboy.com. We also encourage you to rate the show wherever available and share this podcast with a friend. All links will be in the show notes. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics Magazine.